0: Alright. Headphones on. Microphone on. Welcome to fucking Tuesdays. Do we ever do actual intros anymore or just randomly say welcome to fucking Tuesdays? Just randomly say
1: welcome to fucking Tuesdays and then just start talking.
0: How did we used to start them?
1: I don't remember. I have to go back and listen.
0: Yeah. I don't either, man. That was a long time ago.
1: We were approaching the one year. Yeah.
0: Do you think we'd make it this far? I wasn't sure. We neither. I'm just glad we got more than like half an episode. Yeah. Like at this point, we've actually recorded a bunch of shit. I don't know how much of it was quality, but there's a fucking lot of it. (laughs) There's been a couple of short ones. Yeah, and then... A couple of lost episodes. (laughs) Yep. I think we're thinking about different episodes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is literally, I mean, I don't know, two or three at least, right? I think it's just the two. I was thinking we lost, like, another one. Somewhere in the middle of there. But maybe not. I mean... I don't think so. So we're somewhere between... 36 and 37 probably yeah
1: including the forever lost
0: episodes mm-hmm. forever lost maybe maybe not let's <laughs> we'll see forever lost accidentally deleted whatever I mean who knows when it'll pop up well I didn't delete it I just closed yeah. it without saying wait until <laughs> this shit pops up like you have an episode you haven't dealt with in 392 days would you like to take a look at it nope <laughs> no, uh, nope that has gone forever Fuck it. That's right. Fuck two intros on this episode. Welcome to fucking Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lucid dreaming with a key. So I really should fucking research this, but like I read about it in some vague something somewhere Mm -hmm. and it, it keeps sparking the same thought in my brain. So like, say you're a traveler in the astral realm and you've been doing this thing the same way. Every night, for forever. If you're one of those lucid dreamers that uses the in-between state, the, the manic, the exhausted manic state, your brain gets so far out of normal alignment because just sleep exhaustion. It's a machine with no oil. When you're so tired, you fall asleep sitting up. You hold on to a key. And when your brain finally slips across the threshold, literally, like when you fall from lucid to true sleep. This key gives you that last final nudge to push open maybe the next door you've been trying to get through for years. Does that make any sense at all? It makes complete sense in my brain. But maybe that's the insanity.
1: Well, you read something on it. Um, I, I It was, it was mentioned.
0: It. Maybe not, I don't know. The
1: last time I saw lucid dreaming in like a news headline or something like that online, they were talking about how scientists have found a way to communicate with people who are lucid dreaming.
0: I mean, yeah, that supports the thought that it's a transitionary period where your conscious can float <clears throat> into the astral realm, which is normally none of your three-dimensional body is going to exist over there. Or when it does, it's the, the short-term waking up in a dream thing the in between state is usually the one tested. I don't know. I think there's a guy that can do the I don't know. It's all so far out on fringe science. Yeah. Almost unmeasurable. I'm assuming they're relaying some kind of hidden information.
1: That's a good way to ruin a fun dream. They say if you lucid dream you can basically control your world, I guess, while you're dreaming.
0: So I I do it occasionally. For very short periods. So
1: imagine you were lucid dreaming.
0: hmm
1: Having a great time doing whatever. And then all of a sudden you hear somebody go, Hey, can you hear me? In your dream while well, you're trying to have fun.
0: Yeah. That would kind of ruin it. Kind of. Dude, the implications would blow my mind. I would instantly wake up. I mean,
1: especially if it was like a scientist or something. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Especially if it's like a scientist or something like the person doing the lucid dreaming could have been another one of the scientists you could have mm-hmm. been having this great dream, doing flying around whatever and then all of a sudden the dude at work starts talking to you while you're dreaming so and trying to have a conversation back and forth with him
0: so you've seen the the old hypnotists with the mm-hmm. watch the lucid state is what they're basically inducing there mm-hmm. the the trance state the between. Say you were sitting on a stool in front of a, a wizard and he was talking to you while hypnotizing you. hmm Is that sort of like what we're talking about, you think? I don't think so. It's the, the full sleep to lucid state that they're experimenting with? It's... I think it's
1: the full lucid state.
0: So once your conscious mind wakes up in the dream, even though your physical body's not, I mean, it's an in-between state where the halves are touching. Mm-hmm rather than completely divided. But I, I don't think you're still in a full full sleep mode there. I don't know. Do you remember? Uh, have you ever lucid dreamed? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I told you about the first time I remember doing it? I'd have been in like 7th or 8th grade because I was sitting in my drafting room like behind this big ass bench thing. And I think the reason it broke my brain is because everything in a drafting room is so perfect. Mm -hmm. And I saw something that didn't fit something like that. Like, I don't even non Euclidean geometry or like an an angle couldn't have been in the real world. Mm -hmm. And my brain just, Oh, you're dreaming. And it was, it was like waking up in a dream. And I remember thinking, wow, I can fuck with shit. What do I do? And I have no idea why, but my great idea was to bring Jupiter into my classroom and it was working. Everything went warbly. Like the walls were vibrating, but not moving and shit. And like everybody else in the dream was just like, what the fuck? So yeah, snap wide awake, hmm. thrown out of it. The last time I remember waking up in a dream, I was driving a school bus or some shit, no idea why. And there were giant Russian planes everywhere. And I don't mean like, like I'm talking those fucking, that massive thing. Mm-hmm. There were like 400 of them just in the windshield. <laughs> like, and they weren't far away. You could tell what kind of plane they were. And I remember thinking this, that, that doesn't make sense. The planes were like flying at an angle toward the ground and nobody was concerned. But that time I recognized slipping into the the other state. I was like, I'd like to continue this dream. I'm going to go back to sleep now and don't think about the planes. Don't think about the planes. And then I don't, I don't remember anything about else. The planes. It must've worked. That was a weird one. And fairly recently. Couldn't tell you if it was six months or five years, but fairly recently. Lucid dreaming. It's a fun topic. So the key works for the first state, the conscious mind rubbing against the subconscious. Rather than the subconscious waking up into the conscious. So like this is the one where you literally just push yourself past exhaustion. Manic fits. And then once you sit down, you, you dissociate so hard. Like you're awake technically, but you're so far gone in some different world that only exists inside your brain. But once you slip past, like that's where you naturally run into true sleep. So... The key thing is you can't slip over the edge into true sleep. It gives you one more little nudge when you drop the key. Either, you've like the knee-jerk reaction, Mm -hmm. it's inducing one of those to yourself. Your brain realizes you're slipping too far into a lucid state and it wakes you up. It panics and simulate dream, trip, ball, something. The brain is a strange place. It doesn't fit the rest of the meat suit. Like the meat suit is a vessel and the flying spaghetti monster is the human, the person, the whatever. There might be other pieces, maybe the endocrine system connected to that. I think the endocrine is closely related to the chakras, by the way.
1: I assume that's part of the nervous system.
0: Endocrine? I don't, I think it's its own, it's what produces the hormones. Ah. pituitary the thyroid the yeah so glandular issues are real issues Mm -hmm. it's funny because the the endocrine in your like in and around your pelvis are the ones that filter most of the wastes from your body which is what the root is known for the connection Mm -hmm. to earth solar plexus I don't know if that actually has anything to do with the endocrine system I mean sacral be the gonads Mm -hmm. male or female ends. That's a weird word. Uh, It's medically correct, though. Or Mm -hmm. at least it was before cancel culture. I don't know if that one's been canceled yet or not. Yeah. Yeah, so that opening the next door thing. If you could basically sit down tonight and guarantee yourself the wildest dream you've ever had, would you consider that opening the next door? Like... That key, is it literally the next key you need
1: to what, go farther? What's the door we're talking about?
0: Exactly. Where does your exhausted mind go?
1: It's either a next door leading to a next door or... It's, oh, well, there's always another door. Well, yeah. No I'm matter
0: saying. how cli- how high you climb, there's always another mountain.
1: I mean, is achieving that a door?
0: In my opinion, yes. Yeah. I mean, I so think most of the answers... A,
1: Wait, it's another door then.
0: Yeah. But what's in the room? Everybody always wants to skip to the next door. But what do we find in the next room? Is it aliens? Is it...
1: After the lucid dreaming?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you... F- so... Let's say the first time in your life you ever wake up in a dream, you mm-hmm. get told a bunch of things you've never known. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is how you do it. Maybe this is how you experience lucid dreaming for the first time. And that's literally the point of the whole thing. You're pushing yourself farther than you've ever been. Yeah. These people didn't do it regularly. They did it occasionally. Just because, like, I'm going to have a manic fit. I'm going to plan it. I know I know there's one coming. I'm just going to fucking plan it.
1: I mean, it's hard to imagine.
0: I'm considering doing it.
1: you go through <laughs> the door and you've achieved lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Lucid dreaming is... Limitless.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Just
1: to your imagination.
0: Sort of, yeah.
1: You know, and you got knowledge of just limited, and then you have... If that, you... But, I mean, you can make your perfect world, your perfect situation, perfect everything. Um. And then you go through the next door, are you going to be that shocked? Or are you be like, huh, I thought it would have been cooler? Or do you think it'd be so far beyond anybody's ability to imagine?
0: So... This experiment is is for not people that do it all the time, not people who are constant travelers on the astral realm. This is your DMT trip, mm-hmm. your chance to meet God, if even in a dream. Okay. So through the arbiter, and I'm not saying it would work for everyone, but there's the heavy magic in this shit. And I'm sure a lot of crazy fucking, a lot of crazy people have done it. Yeah. But this is this is LSD minus the drugs. Plus the bad habits. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying it's good for you. I'm not saying anybody should should do it. Just This is another one of those I think I'm going to fuck with.
1: I mean, not knowing what's beyond the next door, can't really think of what the consequence might be either.
0: So, I have multiple sources telling me that for them, there's no way to say this that doesn't sound really crazy. So, you meet the next level when you when you truly break through and wake up completely you you become in tune with your astral body where you stop trying to drag jupiter into your fucking classroom they introduce themselves the players for the next level the akashic record exists in this place and it's run by a group of i don't even know i've never met them like Mm. i haven't done these things i'm i don't play nicely over there so they don't fuck with me but why would you I think it might be corrupt over there, funny enough. The the whole status quo mm. still exists in the next level. It's just disgusting and I hate it. It's probably why I'm always trying to break shit over there. Fuck, that got weird fast. Happens. Yeah. I mean, if you want to meet God, I'd say 50-50. But even if you do it right, it's going to probably have semi-moderate effects on your body. Think before you do dumb shit. Oh, The Way the Dragon. It's the name of my next book. And really fucking weird. Kind of love it.
1: Makes me think of
0: Enter the Dragon. Yeah, same. But that wasn't why I did it. There was a whole personal epiphany and shit through that. I find that names often help shape things. Sometimes it's just somewhere in the middle it hits you. Like, this. That there it is. And like, oh, yeah, fuck, there it is. I see it. That's yep. why I have to
1: name everything.
0: I like unique things being named. Mass-produced bullshit doesn't need name. Doesn't need a brand. Carb pastries with imitation strawberry icing. Cool brand A, B, or C. This one's got more sugar in it. I guess I'll take the more sugar then. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. It's not actually sugar. Like it's got sugar in it. Yeah. High dextrose corn syrup. It's got more sugar than sugar. Yep.
1: First ingredient is sugar, and then it's corn syrup, and so on and so forth.
0: Refined sugar. Anyway, yeah, Way of the Dragon. But I remember why I was just grasping at straws for shit to put on this list, so. Hmm. I don't know how much I even really want to say about that. It's kind of my own path, if you will.
1: Well, did you have something specific in mind when you wrote it out there?
0: No, I think I read it or something, and it just fuck it. I'll put it on here. You'd probably think of something fun. Doesn't give away too much. Okay, so if you want to know my thought process behind it, maybe learning experience thing. What do you know about dragons?
1: Just what I've read in books.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fantasy and as such. Far as I'm aware, all there is to know about them. They exist everywhere, but nobody ever tells anything that's not fantasy. So, I think the only information is probably the right information. They just can't call it fact when it has fictional characters. Mm. I don't know how to say this in a way that's not going to sound terrible, but they're greedy. A dragon believes that because of its sheer power, it is in control of a certain portion. And I know everybody makes them out to be these evil... They just lay on piles of gold, but... There's so much symbolism behind that. If I had all of the wealth and I brought it to one place, what would it matter? What would any of it be worth if I had it all? If the only reason I want it all is so I can throw it in the fucking ocean and it'll be the fishes' problem. They can have 10,000 years of war over it. We'll just go back to the land and hammocks and shit. Shit won't suck so much. Who gives a fuck about gold anyway? What do you do with it? It's a great conductor. I'll give you that. But like there's 13 other ones that work gold's the cheap one it's ridiculous so yeah I didn't want to have to choose so the only answer is win you want it all win as the man once said get rich or die trying real magic your only limit is you literally think I've already done this one but if Jesus were to come flying through sideways you know how many more people on the planet would believe they could fly? All of them. I yeah, know at first it'd be like, oh, well, he did it because he's Jesus, but there'd be a, the occasional rebel who'd be like, I bet I can fucking fly. And then when Bill from down the road does it, everybody's doing it. How do we get there, though? When is Jesus coming? I'd rather be Bill, I think. Real magic. I think when it's working, it feels like magic. Like it's too good to be true. And when it's not, well, you told yourself and didn't listen. The human condition. Being fucking stupid. The fool's dilemma. Negative energy go.
1: we talking about emotional? Sure. We're talking about not dark energy. Dark energy isn't negative matter.
0: Dark matter and negative energy. Anti energy, sort of. Like I said, I didn't really
1: Would it nullify energy?
0: We're talking in the emotional state, or metaphysical, or astrophysical. Meta. Metaphysical. I don't know, I guess I've never really considered the concept of negative energy. I have, I think I've even said it, but I've, I don't know, my brain's looking at it from a completely different angle right now. So how do you, how do you kill an energy vampire? With a gun? No. No. I know the answer. No. So, <laughs> how do you do it without resorting to physical violence?
1: Threaten to tell the authorities.
0: Dude, I was thinking more like, starve them to death. they want to be a dick, just don't let them in your life. If they're not a physical threat, literally fucking block them. Walk the fuck off. Live your life. Who gives a shit? They might live, they might not. It's not your fucking problem. But, the negative energy thing... Maybe you just stuff them so full of negative energy, they explode or die off. I'm just trying to wrap
1: my head around negative energy.
0: Oh, feel free. I mean... But I'd have to look into it.
1: I don't know anything about it.
0: That's kind of where I'm at with it. It's such a new fucking angle that I have no idea what I even... Yeah. I don't know. I need to ponder things for me to meditate at some point.
1: I'm sure it's something we're trying to make somewhere.
0: Oh, I mean... There's the astrophysical side of it that's super complex. Like, all the great minds, Neil deGrasse Tyson, like, they're all contemplating the exact same things. I wonder if they ever consider the metaphysical. They're very similar. They're very different. But it's fun looking at things from the opposite side of the wall sometimes. Bye. Bye. Love you. Fucking Tuesday.